it is all about questions in the gospel. So I ask you, why are you here? <laughs> I don't mean to put you on the spot. Why are you here? You know, uh, the scholar of the law came to Jesus with a question, but also it is something every one of us can reflect on. Why are you here? You know, why do you go to church every Sunday, every week? What is the meaning of all of this? Why does it matter so much to you? Why are you here? So that is the fundamental question of moral life. Why are you here? Why should I be here? What am I doing here? What is the purpose of all of this? So today, in this parable, Christ invites us, one, to teach us, and also instruct us on how to live out the purpose of our gathering every weekend as Christians. It is about love of God and love of neighbor, but how should we live out this Christian virtue of love? Why am I here? Why are you here? To be more loving, because love is not just about feeling, it is more, already it is an act of the will, an act of the will that moves us to do. It is not just to be, but to do. To do, to sacrifice, oneself, to give up oneself like this man who gave up, who risked his life because those robbers might still be on the highway of Jericho to Jerusalem. And he didn't care about his life. So it is sacrificial to risk everything, to even use his resources to take care of this man. He paid money, he put everything, even his wine, his oil, everything. So it is to do and not just to be going beyond boundaries. So we gather every Sunday, not because the church says it is mandatory or it is obligatory to be here on a Sunday, like most of us, we say, okay, Father, I miss Mass on a Sunday. It is not just enough to say, I miss Mass on a Sunday. When you go to visit your friends and your families, you are going there for a purpose, so that when through interaction through friendship, through fellowship, discussions are going on. And in that discussion, in that moment of sharing, you, the both of you or everyone can know and discover how to be better, how to be a good, a better family member, how to be a better husband, or to be a better uh, wife, or a better son or daughter, whatever. So that the friendship, the relationship can continue to grow be cemented solidly. That is why we gather every Sunday. Not necessarily because if you don't go to Mass on a Sunday, it becomes a sin. But much more, it is what is called the spirit of the law and not just the letters of the law. The letters of the law say, go to Mass on a Sunday. But what is the spirit of the law of going to Mass on a Sunday? So we see that spirit of the law coming out in Jesus' response to this man, of course you know, every text is found within context. So what is the context of today's gospel reading? The context is this scholar of the law who came to Jesus, the one we read today said, to test him. Jerusalem Bible will say he tried to trap him, you know, to put him into test to know what his answer will be. So he came to Jesus with a question, what must I do to inherit eternal life? 
And I believe every one of us, like this man, we have questions. What should I do to be in your kingdom? And here is Christ transcending. Just come and pray. Go to church on a Sunday. Be at the Adoration Chapel every day or receive Holy Communion. But he moves rather beyond just coming to receive the Eucharist or praying. This man, he asked him, what does the law, what does the Torah say? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, strength, and everything. And secondly, your neighbor as yourself. And he told him, you have answered well. Go and do that. And then this man wanted more. So who is my neighbor? It is the answer to this question that Christ now explicitly gave us details of how to live out this Christian love of coming here every Sunday. You know, at the end of the Mass, all of us, we are told, go forth glorifying the Lord by your life or with your life. That is, go and put into practice, let's just put into practice the love to do that Christ explained to this man. And also today, he asked you and I, most times we profess to be Christians, but uh, to put it into practice, we struggle with that. The opening prayer for today's liturgy says that God to give us the grace that those who are accounted as Christians will strive for whatever that goes contrary to the name of Christian, or the name of Christ, sorry. Whatever that goes contrary to the name of Christ, so we can strive after everything that gives the name of Christ honor. And what gives the name of Christ honor is to put these instructions into practice. And Christ begins to tell this man what it means to be more loving, to be like him himself. We will see at the end of this uh, reflection that Christ is also this good Samaritan and he calls us to be like him, to be more loving, to be more compassionate, and to be more uh, uh, outpouring of ourselves. And so together we sing, Lord, I want to be more loving, everybody. Lord, I want to be more loving in my heart, in my heart. Lord, I want to be more loving in my heart, in my heart, in my heart, in my heart, in my heart. Lord, I want to be more loving in my heart. Amen. Number one, Christ is the image of the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan, Christ himself, you know, this man beaten by robbers, uh, by uh, armed robbers or those who mock him down. So this man represents Adam who has fallen and beaten over by saints, by Satan, and by all kinds of atrocities in the world. So he is lying there, half dead, with no one to uplift him, to raise him up, to take care of him. So that man is a symbol of you and I, the Adam and Eve, falling in the state of sin, struggling. And we have the priest, 
rushing to fulfill the commandment. You hear it again, the priest going to fulfill the commandment. So it is not so much about going to exercise the priestly duty, but to live it out. We see the sin of negligence and indifference of the priest and the Levite, who were so pious, so righteous, that they were keeping the commandment. So when they saw this man, they looked the other way. Because according to the law of Moses, if you go back to the Old Testament, the book of Leviticus 19, once you touch anything dead, then you are defiled. So that ratio of purification, ratio to, you know, you have to be pure to enter. And probably the priests and the Levites were on their way to exercise that religious uh, piety or duty. So the priest and the Levite represent the law and the prophet that could not help humanity to rise to this newness of life. Second reading tells us that Christ is the image of the invisible God. Through him, we have this new creation because in him, the fullness of God is pleased to dwell. So the law and the prophet, that is the priest and the Levite, came across, did not help us or this man to come to the definitive meaning of existence. And here is Christ, the symbol of the Good Samaritan, found this man, the Adam, took him in, paid his price by the blood of his cross, gave everything, his resources, the oil of mercy, the wine of the sacrament, and entrusted this man like the innkeeper, all of us, entrusted us to the church that still continues to take care of every one of us. So using this image of Christ as the good shepherd, the church invites us to learn to go beyond boundaries, like who is my neighbor? It is a question we have heard thousands and thousands of times. But to be reminded today who my neighbor is, if you have time, and I believe you do, when you go home, Pope Francis, in the third uh, encyclical letter, uh, I think it came out last year, the document is called in uh, Italian, Fratelli Tutti. It is a document on friendship and social support that we are all brothers and sisters. So in chapter two of this document, he reflected so much on the parable of the Good Samaritan that is on the parable of today. So he mentioned three things that in our time we need to be aware of. That the world can, we can rebuild our society in a way that we begin to identify with the vulnerabilities of others. Just like the Levite and the priest, you know, they were so, uh, they neglected, they were so indifferent, untouched by the sufferings, by the pains of others. So the Pope is calling us that we can build a society that looks face to face on the vulnerabilities of others. That is one. And also to begin to reject a society that creates the exclusion of others. You know, like those who do not uh, believe in what I believe, uh, perhaps in, in, in Catholicism, or even those who are not even Christians, or those who belong to the, a different political party, or those who even live a different kind of life. 
how do we transcend this boundary to extend the love of God to them? When you look at the cross, you see the vertical and the horizontal uh, dimension of it. You, we, I can't profess only the vertical without the horizontal. It doesn't make any sense. James, I mean, John in his letter will tell us, uh, if I cannot extend so the love of God to human persons that I see, how would I lay claim to God that I have not seen? Because all of us created in the image and likeness of God should be a perfection Loving you should be a perfection of the love that I profess for God. We do not have so much time, but I will leave all of us with what the Gospel of Matthew tells us, Matthew 25, you know, my neighbor is anyone in need. And Matthew 25 tells us, whatsoever you do to the least of my brothers and sisters, that you do to me. I was hungry, you gave me to eat. Naked, you clothed me. In prison, you visited me, and all of that. We can also reflect on Paul's letter to the Corinthians, chapter 13, when he talks about, uh, he summarizes what love is. So I can claim to sing, prophesy, do all of this, but if I do not have this love that is self-sacrificial, that is doing, then I am nothing. We pray today that the Lord will renew in us that desire of the love that cares for others. No matter who the person is, even if the person does not uh, believe in what we believe, so far it is a human person to be treated with respect, with dignity. May the Lord continue to inspire us to go out there and live out these Christian values that he calls us through Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, I want to be more loving in my heart, in my heart. Lord, I want to be more loving in my heart, in my heart, in my heart. Lord, I want to be more loving.